Talk to us now and go to the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. You're listening to Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Good morning and thank you for listening to the Joe Hoff Show. It's going to be another great show today. We've got a couple guests coming in here in moments that are going to kind of blow you away and really explain a uh, disease that's uh, that goes across the board across the United States. But we have individuals that are running as Republicans, but they act as if they are working for the World Economic Forum. They're so broken and so dishonest. And so uh, Wisconsin's a uh, just a a sample of what's happening across the country, and we've got two great patriots from Wisconsin that'll be joining us after this first segment. So hold tight, it's going to be an incredible interview. Uh, one of these individuals, James Tassar, we've had on before. So really look forward to having him, and uh, also a GOP, uh, really one of the heads of the GOP in in Sheboygan County of Wisconsin, obviously another Indian name uh, for a great county in Wisconsin. I believe it's on the Lake Michigan, a beautiful county. And these uh, individuals are fighting for freedom, for and just for fair and transparent elections. Uh, Russ Otten is the GOP uh, chair from the county. So they're going to join us here shortly. Can't wait. But as always, incredible amount of news going on uh, every day. You know, two days ago, we had President Trump get kicked off the uh, ballot by in Colorado by some very radical, corrupt uh, Democrats. Uh, I wrote a piece yesterday comparing what the Democrats are doing in the U.S. to what Hong, what 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 communists do in Hong Kong when they took over Hong Kong. And I used to live there, so I, I kind of lived through this in 1997. What happened was those individuals that wanted to run for the uh, CEO of Hong Kong, which is their presidency, uh, it's just a different name, you know, the, the head of their executive branch. Anyways, up to uh, 1997, basically anybody could run. After 1997, you had to be blessed by China. And so there was two candidates, but they were also, they had to be vetted by China and approved by China. So that's how you take over a country you uh take over their government and china's been uh, doing this in hong kong for years now eventually and they were and they promised when they signed this agreement with britain that they would give 50 years before they started uh, meddling in hong kong well they lied surprise surprise a communist lies isn't that something or a politician lies for that matter and so what happened is they started uh, vetting all these candidates for the CEO and and the, then there'd be this false election it'd be one Chinese can- approved candidate versus another and and it was uh total you know bogus it was pre-selected and that's what happened in in Hong Kong. Uh this last election after 2020 they just had one person run they didn't even give the people of Hong Kong a choice. Uh the person to be in charge was this individual who was the police chief uh during 2020 during the brutal crackdown on protesters in Hong Kong leading up to and right before COVID. So this guy was a monster and that's who China wants to run the run the uh the most the, at one point the freest country in the world and we see uh the results today basically Hong Kong now is is part of China. They've taken it over by taking over the CEO's position. The upper house is all Chinese as well. 
all Chinese uh, individuals that are that back China. And the lower house uh, was actually voted on when I was last there back in 2019. The vote was something like 95%, maybe more, of all the uh, candidates that were elected into the lower house were anti-China can candidates, individuals that did not want to see China proceed with the takeover of Hong Kong. And so what did China do in the upper house and the CEO? Well, they just made the lower house basically transparent they were nothing nothing they had they were take, took away all their power and so that's how you take over a country you just take over all the government and uh, run it like that that's how the communists rule excuse me the fascists etc and so that's how uh, china was able to take over hong kong they're thrilled about it because they didn't have to even even uh release a single bullet uh, that we're aware of there was one i remember when i was there there was one person that was shot by a policeman perhaps killed in one of these protests but overall very few lives lost in those protests uh, just as uh china wanted by the way i talked to a guy once on a flight from uh from Hong Kong, I believe it was to Korea, and this guy was saying he was a military guy from Australia. He said, yeah, he was out hiking in the hills of Hong Kong, which a lot of people did. Great, beautiful paths, uh, beautiful views from uh, the top of these mountains surrounding the city and the country. And uh, a bit dangerous because there could be some snakes out there, cobras. Uh, but that was that was the worst of it and, and spiders but for the most part a pretty pretty peaceful wonderful walks throughout the uh, countryside of hong kong this guy said he was on a walk and he uh, one day you know just happened to happened to go over a hill and there's about 12 uh, men standing there all chinese and he said he knew immediately they were military he started talking to them and, and he knew they were and they did and so they basically admitted they were from china and they were there and he said i wonder how many of these guys are you know being brought into hong kong to help with this transition and no doubt uh that was happening everywhere and that's how you uh that's how you take over a country now does that sound eerily similar to what's going on in the united states you've got a captive government uh, led by uh, an insane and corrupt crime family boss joe biden who's really a puppet of barack obama who hates america and uh, george soros who's funding this who hates america who never should have been given citizenship in this country after being uh, working for the nazis in world war ii he should have been should have been round up and sent to the uh, international courts uh, to address his crimes during world war ii instead he was given citizenship and what the damage that he's done to this country is unbelievable there is a case study here a lesson don't ever bring in corrupt individuals into your country that hate your country and want to destroy it probably a good thing to consider when bringing people into your country so not only do we have this incident of George Soros, but we uh, who's now the biggest uh, donor to the Democrats, who's who we just found out, and I wrote about it today, and you can see it at JoeHoff.com, uh, that uh, the, is behind uh, Media Matters, which is behind this whole incident in Colorado of removing Trump from the ballot. There, this 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 entity that's uh, funding this is being is, has the same address as Media Matters. Go figure. And Media Matters, of course, is funded by George Soros and has been harassing conservatives like myself for years. So um, this is this is what's happening. This is what's behind it. So we know that we've got George Soros on one side, this billionaire that's supporting this these these uh, nasty uh, actions into our country and has been for a long time, like like. Uh, 
Elon Musk, we mentioned yesterday, says he's he's anti-civilization, which clearly he's, it means he's evil. He uh, has these DAs in all these cities that he's funded and put in place, don't know how. Uh, but somehow these people win these elections, I'll say in quotation marks, they take over and they just start setting criminals free. In St. Louis, Kim Gardner, a Soros back, set like three or four murderers free murderers and uh the police force is dwindling and these cities are turned into hell holes and this is what this is what evil angry sick people do to your country if they don't like it so you need to protect yourself against that there's laws to protect yourself and they need to be enforced unfortunately we have conservatives that are asleep at the wheel or are on their side on the other hand we've got an invasion of, of millions of people we don't even know who they are we have no idea they're coming from overseas. We know that there's Chinese involved. We know there's people from the Middle East. There's people from Venezuela, from these countries that hate America. Uh, military age individuals, we see it. It's like they marching, they're marching into our country and on a daily basis. And Joe Biden is allowing this. And, and quite frankly, our Congress is allowing this as well as our politicians in our Southern states. People should be standing from on their chairs from day one of this administration and, and saying, we need to fix this injustice. Of course, the election was stolen again. God knows how much funding uh, from George Soros was involved in these machines that were used in the election. We, uh, we've got massive, uh, control issues everywhere we look been looking at it in depth since 2020 it's a mess i'm a former corporate audit and auditor executive and financial head of a major fortune 500 firm i know what i'm talking about when i'm looking about this it is a mess this is the stuff that america is being forced fed it's outrageous it's sick it's just it's destructive and that's what's going on joe biden is destroying this country it's gross and Americans sit back. We all have our arms in the air like, what's going on? Is anybody going to stop this? And uh, it looks like to date, no, the answer is absolutely not. Nobody's going to stop it. This morning, I put up another piece. Matt Gates said either shut down the uh, shut down the government or shut down the border. One of the two or both. What's happening there is so grotesque. And he, he, uh, he linked to a post where these guys are bringing um illegals but children their child you know child trafficking cross our border through a major airport down there in the border and some and this guy muckraker is interviewing them and uh can't believe what he's saying who are you guys they hide their faces they say it's none of your business they're just rude they're 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 they're, they're, they're trafficking children across our border and these guys that work there couldn't tell if they were sarcastic or just being nasty saying well welcome to America and this is this is what our border is now it's sick we've got children that are being carted across the border there's facilities and I've written about this at joehoff.com huge facilities that are just for children and we've had a lady go in front of Congress and say that 85,000 of these children have been lost we don't know where they're at what the hell is going on this is so sick it's beyond the pale and americans you know we're, we're in shock with what's happening with this administration of course nobody's behind the biden administration nobody's behind this other than really really sick people or people that have been duped by this corrupt media 
And that's why people are coming here. They're going to they're going to come to places like this to get their truth. And because they know this is a scam, this is a lie. We're being force fed by this corrupt media, which is also a big part of taking over a country, take over their media, take over the word punish anyone who's involved in sharing the truth. And I, I put myself in that regard where next year, I tell you what, there's going to be a lot about Ruby and Shay and these individuals that are suing me, Jim, my brother, Jim, and, and the Gateway Pundit for sharing the truth about the 2020 election. Um, Rudy Giuliani just had a case with him. He didn't even get a trial. This is what you do. This is what communists do. Fascists do. They don't give you a trial. They do show trials. I just heard today from uh, January Sixers that they're now putting some of these key January Sixers in mental hospitals. They're claiming they've got mental issues uh, to prevent them from talking about what they saw on January 6th. This is the thing that happens to absolutely corrupted governments. Americans, you got to wake up. This is a nightmare that's going on. And uh, hopefully we we all will sooner rather than later because right now it's really sick. By the way, I just uh, wrote another piece this morning, a shocking piece about the increase in tax assessments across the country. This case studies in Kansas City uh, that was put together by my good friend Tony Vaines, the Attorney General of Missouri, as well as the Secretary of State, are stepping in there and looking into this because they're punishing people with higher tax assessments. And some of these elderly people on fixed incomes can't afford them with this inflation. They cannot afford some of these. Some of these increases are 100%. It's unreal. There's an operation there. And one of the companies involved is at almost 20% owned by, of all places, BlackRock. So what's going on here? What is going on in the United States of America? We're getting attacked from all sides by these billionaires that are hell-bent on destroying this country. We need to stand up. We need to stand united against these animals and, and this tyranny. And we will. We've got two great people coming with it to us right after this break. Uh, they're going to blow you away with their story coming out of Wisconsin. Just Americans are standing up. I hope uh, you can sit back, relax, and listen to what they're doing to stand up against the corruption in, in Wisconsin, not just by the Democrats, but by leadership in the uh, Republican Party there. So hang tight. We'll be right back on The Joe Hoff Show. TNT Radio's Hervoy Morich. Approximately 650,000 Ukrainian men aged 18 to 60 have left Ukraine for Europe since the start of the war. It's a tough spot if your country is being invaded. Uh, that's one thing and you're a, a male and a citizen. Um, but you know, if the war, if it's a globalist war, I, I wouldn't want to participate <laughs> in these banker globalist wars. And most of them just uh, are. Hervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. God's truth is enduringly true throughout all the generations. It transcends culture. The church is always going to be an embattled people. If it's swimming with the tide, it's not being the church of Jesus Christ. Look to the past, learn from the past, because the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. China has more than 200 confirmed cases of coronavirus, it's called. The entire state of California ordered to stay at home. That's 40. California has some of the strictest policies leveled against churches. Gavin Newsom's executive order threatens jail time and a $1,000 a day fine. Government stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. 
when I went into the White House, when I sat in on the task force meetings, was a shocking level of gross incompetence. The mortality rate from the virus was 0.2%, near 99.8% survival, rather than the 3 or 4% mortality that the, the people were saying at the time. The culture and the understanding of the people of Grace Church has always been, not only do you obey government, but you honor government. Thousands of people in the streets, but you can't have church. The hypocrisy of letting people riot it helped us all understand one thing. This is not what they say it is. By meeting, we're testifying the government has no jurisdiction here. I was arrested and driven to a maximum security prison. The government has obviously uh, turned up the heat on churches. My daddy. <laughs> when the churches fall silent, the only religion left is the state. We needed to make a biblical statement because we always put ourselves under the authority of the Word of God. LA County threatened Pastor John MacArthur with jail time and arrest. We were going to be sued. They wanted Grace Church shut down. We wanted to go on the offensive and attack the health order as unconstitutional. This wasn't about health and safety. This was all about control and opposition to religious freedom. As the government gets more corrupt and more corrupt, snitches get rewards. Its totalitarian control has to increase. And you have to have a mask on. And as they shut down any attacks against them, this is not about freedom or personal choice. The last thing standing is going to be the church. If you're still wearing a cloth or a surgical mask around in public, you're guilty of spreading COVID misinformation. It really is that simple. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. We are back. This is the Joe Hoff Show on TNT Radio.live. And I have with me today two American patriots, really some warriors coming out of the state of Wisconsin. And uh, it's a privilege to have you guys on. I've met James before. It's my first time meeting Russ. Uh, they're both from the state, uh, from the county of Shibogan. I hope I say that right. Nice Indian name, no doubt. Uh, so James Tassaro and, and Russ Otten, welcome to the Joe Hoff Show. Thanks, Joe. It's yeah. great to be here. Great to see you again, Joe. Yeah, yeah great to see Been you. So, so, yeah, I know. Fill me in. Uh, what's going on, man? What's, what's, what's up in Wisconsin now? Well, I, I think um, I think Wisconsin is a hotbed. It's been a hotbed for a long time. I think it was a target from uh, just the deep state from, you know, embedding themselves in here with a lot of money, a lot of people uh, that they knew could carry out uh, what happened in 2020. And the more that we've yeah. kind of gone down that path, uh, the more they've gotten riled and it makes us want to keep going. So, yeah, so that's that's I'm sorry to interrupt, James, but um yeah, that's that's where we met was right after the 2020 election. All of a sudden, I'm communicating with you through some others. We're trying to figure out what in the hell just happened here. We knew it was yep. broke. We saw the, they call it the earth curve. And that's related to Wisconsin, where all of a sudden you see the votes go here, Trump's way up. And then and then the line for Biden goes jump right in the middle of the yep. night, four in the morning, right after we all went to sleep. <laughs> and then and then Biden takes the lead and they and then they certify that. 
It was unbelievable yep. to to me, a professional auditor. I've been around the world, done audits around the world, 20, two, three hundred audits around the world. I was an executive in Hong Kong. I mentioned this. Every, I've t- I've earned ten degrees designations. I've been in front of audit committees around the world. I they trusted me. They know me. I looked at this stuff, and it was appalling what these people were deciding yep. to certify. And I couldn't believe that our in this great country that there'd be corrupt politicians to the extent that they would be fine with the certifying these corrupted un, un, un impossible certify results mm-hmm. and yep. that's when we met and i remember going back and forth with you on the phone i hadn't met you in person still haven't would love right. to someday i'm down in florida now guys but um a little warmer than wisconsin i imagine yeah. but um <laughs> yeah still yeah but but um you know you know anyways i I'm so proud of all the work that you've done, James. That's how we met. How did you? So maybe step back a minute. How did you get involved in this? And then, and then we'll we'll turn it over to Russ to tell us how he got involved in this. And then, then we'll we'll visit about what what the hell's going on right now. Sure. Yeah. Just a brief history. Um, and yeah, you and I met through um, the same contacts a little after the election and started doing some work communicating together back and forth and. Um, and I'm very grateful for you, by the way. So thank you for everything that you're doing, obviously. Uh, and uh, but after the election, um, I know a lot of your viewership probably knows who uh, Captain Seth Keschel is and uh, the work that he's done. Um, and I'm sure he won't mind me dropping his name. But uh, we had a mutual friend in the Army that connected each of us uh, after the election because and to kind of rewind a little bit on election night. And I know you remember this really well, probably when Arizona dropped in the Biden camp with less than one percent of the precincts reporting and Fox News was the one that did it. I had this sink in my gut that was just that this is just something's wrong here. And then to see the tally after <laughs> however many weeks or whatever it was that Trump only lost Wisconsin or uh, Arizona by, you know, less than 10,000 votes, I think it was or something like that. Maybe it was a little over 10,000. How do you call a state? That's going to be differentiated by probably the size of half of one county, a small county, actually, of 10,000 some odd votes and uh, and call that with less than one percent reporting. So, yeah, we when we went to bed, I think Trump was up by tens of thousands of votes in Wisconsin. Mm. Uh, yeah, hundred thousand, hundred thousand, maybe hundred twenty thousand even. So that yep. drop was like one hundred forty thousand. It was. Yeah, it was Impossible. it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was insane. Um, and when we woke up, obviously, you know, they they had to do what they did. And then you know, you look at Georgia, and it was a water main break. It turned out to be an overflowing toilet. And uh, you know, it just they think we're stupid. That's what it comes down to. They really do think that the population mm-hmm. of the United States, the American people, are dumb. Um, but anyway, I got in touch with Seth, and I said, "Hey, anything you need? I'm in Wisconsin. I know it's a hotbed. I want to be active in this. If you need anything from me, let me know." And so that's that's how I got involved. It was a God thing, in my opinion. It just it just happened. It fell into my lap and and I ran with it and then ran for mayor. Didn't win. And looking back, thankfully, I didn't win because it actually propelled me into a position in a place where I could, you know, make a bigger difference on more of an activist and investigative level and and then start doing work all over the place in this state. And and then I met Russ through that. uh, And then Russ ran for chairman of the uh, Sheboygan County Republican Party and won unanimously. There was no contest. He's actually been elected twice now, elected and reelected, and then um, asked me if I would run as vice chair. And that's 
mm-hmm. how we've formed this partnership. And so now we've started going all over the state of Wisconsin. Russ just had a testimony I'll let him talk about in front of the Senate um, against ranked choice voting. So we're just taking it to him, man. And, uh, you know, being able to do these interviews and get the word out that people are out, out there fighting, you know, average regular guys out there, guys and girls out there fighting for, for, you know, really, if we don't fix elections, we have nothing, Joe. And I know you know that yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know? Amen. Yeah. And, and, the, and it's funny, too, because the most opposition that we're facing is coming from our own party. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's where yeah. we spend 80 percent of our time. Yeah. Internally. Yeah. Yep. So so uh, so, Russ, how did you get here? How, how what's led you to this uh, spot uh, sitting well, here talking was, about uh, the Joe Hoff show? Yeah, I mean, 2020 election, uh, everybody, like everybody, I was just, uh, I was devastated. But then instead of devastated or disappointed, I became pissed. Mm -hmm. Just like, are you kidding me? And I went directly, within a a couple of days, I went directly to our state senator and state reps and said, do not certify this vote. Do not certify. These are all Republicans. And they wouldn't listen. And I knew them all. I, I knew them personally. Um, they didn't listen. They didn't respond. They didn't do anything, but they put the stamp of approval on it. Um, and and that was it. That, that was it. God told me, don't sit on the sideline. Don't pout. Don't be pissed. Do something about it. And so um, I, I didn't know what to do, but this opening uh, happened because the, the former chair uh, had had some health issues and really wanted to get out of it. He was almost 80 years old and no one wanted it. Uh, and and so um, God put that in my lap. You know, James talked about something happening the same way. God put it in my lap and said, here's, here's what I want you to do. And so I got involved. And that was in 2021. Uh, I was then elected in 2022 and then reelected in 2023 uh, because I just filled a one-year term for him to fill up his uh, his term. So yeah, it's it's been unbelievable. Uh, I love it. Uh, I ran on a uh, on a mission statement that I put together personally. I ran on it, and it was unanimous. Uh, and the reelection was unanimous. And the the, the mission is simply uh, to elect patriots to local offices and to those who represent us in Madison, Wisconsin, um, and then hold them accountable. And that's it. And that is what is under fire <laughs> by a very small det- uh, number of detractors who don't want accountability for the people that they like who are in, in Madison. That's really what it comes. And they're all never Trumpers. Right. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it, it really goes back to Trump. We're a yeah. microcosm of what, what he deals with every day. Oh yeah, and and we're seeing it uh, across the across the country. I went to this Michael Lindell event two years in a row. This last one here in Springfield, and and what I learned from that was not so much the presenters. There was a lot of great presenters. I I talked to people there, and every person from like every state saying the same thing. They're saying, "Hey, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we've got you know we've got the majority." I like for example in in Missouri, I talked to Bill Igel, who's a senator there. He says. We've we 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 crushed we own the state. Republicans do. They 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 own it. And he says, but we've got people that run as Republicans that get into the Senate and they vote Democrat. So yep. th- there's th- there's these liars. I think they're the worst form. People that 
Democrats that lie so much that they run as Republicans. And I'd almost have to put Robin Voss in that bucket. I, I right. your speaker of the house, he is not, <clears throat> he is not for, and, 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 and what, what it is to me, it, it's, it's either you're for this country and America and the American people and our constitution, or you're not. And right. Robin Voss and these animals that vote against the people uh they're they're not here for our country and there's a lot of money that's been flown in i've just talked in my first segment here about george soros how did we ever allow that guy citizenship in this country the destruction he's been involved in is unbelievable and we just found out that this group that's behind this colorado uh harassment of trump and trying to get him off the ballot that group has the same address of, as media matters which was created by Soros to attack conservatives. And if, you know, there's all these, he's into everything, the destruction of America. And we've even heard Elon Musk share the guys against, you know, civilization. And, and it's just pure evil what's going on here. We've got a great country, maybe the greatest ever. I grew up, you know, like you guys playing football out on the field and basketball and just free, you know, just free with my buddies, you know, having a good time, you know, you know, love and life and this, and you know, what's our, what do our children's have in store for us? So I'm so proud of you guys for standing up in Wisconsin against Voss. This guy's a monster. He's is a monster. And I saw that he even went over and spoke at the world economic forum, which again, Soros and, and Klaus Schwab and these people are, but they're all connected and they all want to destroy this country and take it over. And we're seeing it in all the policies of Joe Biden. So in Wisconsin, they're pushing now. That you, so you guys have been involved in trying to stand up after the election for, to, to get a, a, a certifiable election result. You didn't get that. Voss promised it over and over. He never, he never, uh, never, you know, answered that call, though. He did you bring in this judge. No, no. And he did bring in that great Judge Gableman. We came up with all sorts of information on what happened. Again, more information. This election was absolutely stolen in the state because it never should have been certified. So corrupt. And um, and I guess Voss has just passed on from that. Now, now they're pushing this ranked choice stuff. I mean, sure. What's going on there, guys? Well, and not only not only that, but they want to uh they're they're trying to formulate a, a roadmap after and they're using Florida as an example because we all know Florida is actually doing a pretty decent job even though the numbers would even show there was a lot of fraud there to make it look closer than it actually was but with a Monday count bill so if you look at the Rasmussen report and Heartland Institute um, combined poll that came out a couple weeks ago it actually came out the morning of the Senate hearing for this Monday bill that focuses around counting absentee ballots on the Monday before the election. And it's like one out of five people that were in that survey said, yeah, we committed fraud. <laughs> like if you go read this, Joe, read the poll and the actual questions are answered with, yes, in one form or another for absentee balloting, there was one out of five said, yes, it was fraudulent but because they were part of it. <laughs> like somehow, yeah. some way they either they either visibly saw it happen or they participated in it. And then this Monday count bill, uh, attorney, uh, he's an attorney, but this assemblyman, Ron Tussler here in the state of Wisconsin, his testimony literally word for word, I can't even believe that he actually said this, was 
it would be easier to count absentee ballots Monday morning because it's in the daylight. And I, 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 yeah, exactly. That's what I did. I sat in there and I like, I was looking at my phone as he's talking because I really don't care what he has to say. But I, then I, I heard that and my ears perked up and I looked up and I, are you, did that, you're an elected guy and that's your argument that it's easier to count a ballot as opposed to what the lights being on at nighttime. That, that doesn't even make sense. Like what? Well, I freshly wow. had my coffee so we can count ballots correctly. And all it does, yeah. in my opinion, when you have one out of five that say there was fraud with absentee ballots, when you have five out of eight that say that they believe there was fraud in the election and you're going to sit there and say, we need to count absentee ballots the day before, all that's doing is it's giving them an extra 24 out before the election actually happens with people physically showing up. And we know that it's overwhelmingly Republican on election day with people showing up to the polls and voting historic, especially for this Donald Trump. I mean, and so not to belabor it, but all it's doing is it's creating a, a platform for them to know how much they need to cheat, in my opinion. And, and so, you know, yeah, that fires me up, you know, and then uh, and Russ, I'll, he'll talk about the ranked choice voting and stuff. But, you know, you talked about Soros and I'm glad you brought that up. Soros has a, a foundation called the Open Society Foundation, and that is directly funded by him and his son, Jonathan. And Catherine Gale started Democracy Found in Wisconsin. And on their website, it literally says, we exist solely for the purpose of ensuring ranked choice voting and final five voting get pushed, you know, put put through and, and you know, to help more moderate candidates win elections and blah, 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 and give people a better choice and give the underdog a chance to win and yada, yada. I mean, and so this, this 19 people testified in favor of this ranked choice voting bill last Tuesday in front of the Senate hearing committee and 17 of those 19 that that testified in favor of the bill were from Democracy Founds Foundation. Well, Open Society Foundation, which is George Soros and Jonathan Soros, directly funds Democracy Found. And Robin Voss, you brought up, took $31,000 from Democracy Found. I mean, it's directly George wow. Soros money. And then Russell wow. give you the litany of the list of all these other folks in the Senate and the assembly that have been bought. There's no other way to call mm. it. They've been bribed yeah. and bought. And so, you know, but you, you, it's, it's one or the other and it's just a game and you know, there's no coincidence in politics. So you're going to push ranked choice voting, which can go on and on and on for weeks, but mm. you also want to count absentee ballots the Monday before the, the election on Tuesday. <laughs> so it's a, well, if we nix one of them, we'll still get the other one. And that's the game they're mm. playing. Mm -hmm. It's one or the other, either way, the people are getting screwed. Well, in the ranked choice Amen. voting uh, hearing last week that James and I attended and spoke at, the ranked choice voting, you know, we talk about this group called Democracy Found. Uh, Catherine Gale is the founder of that, and she runs it. And they've got a who's who of Milwaukee uh, uppity-ups, right? People who are absolutely uh, you know, very, very wealthy, and they're, they're, they're putting money into this. Uh, but they're also putting their names on this, on this group, right? So anyway, uh, we have this hearing. And in front of me are five committee members. Well, actually four of them. One was uh, just piped in via phone. Um, but of the of the five, four of them took money from Democracy Found. So, and this is the group now that the committee that's going to recommend or not recommend whether this goes on to the floor of the Senate for a vote. Well, that that that's upside down. It's smelly. It's it's like a bribe. Uh, maybe it is a bribe. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly, but someone needs to be charged here. 
Anyway, so those four people, so what I did was I simply said, and you, Senator Fine, you took 1600 And you, Mr. Chairman, you took 2500 And you, Mr. Quinn, you took 8000 et cetera. And then there was one guy, uh, Smith. On the board. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Committee. He, one guy took $25,000, okay? And the two, the two sponsors of the bill, one a Republican, one a Democrat, they're so proud, you know, that they could... Yeah combine their bipartisan efforts, they each got ten to eleven thousand yeah. dollars. And then the, the granddaddy, of course, is Robin Voss, who took about 10, but then 20 more thousand came to his rack mm -hmm. fund that he uses to control the 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 uh, uh the representatives. So it's so filthy. Yeah. And you know, I want to come back yeah. to, to Robin Voss because Robin Voss, uh and, and I I've called him this before I was elected chair. So everybody pretty much knew. But I believe that it's not our governor. It's it's Robin Voss, who is enemy number one of the people. Mm -hmm. And it's not just Republican people. It's all people. Because of what he does in Madison to wield his power and, and really pull all the switches and move people around, he does it for his own uh, uh, glory for his own reputation. He wants to be rich. He wants to be powerful. And he's got this fund, rack fund, that he uses to have them. He buys pawns that he can use once they get to Madison because he funds their elections. Right. So mm. it's, it's, it's really upside down. Nobody's called it out. We've called it out. We're, you know, we're pretty much under attack. Uh, you know, the RPW, the Republican Party of Wisconsin, uh, we believe are, you know, not only watching carefully, they've got, you know, their own uh, people involved in in taking a look at what we're doing and they were, we're ready for them to pounce on us. Um, they've done it to another county recently in Wisconsin to take away their charter. And what they're doing is the Republican Party of Wisconsin, which no doubt Robin Voss controls, um, they are picking the counties that are strongest for Trump and really putting a target on their backs because they don't want Trump to be endorsed at right. the state convention it's coming sick. up in 2024. It's sick. Yeah. And, it's, and, and, and it's sick. These guys are not on our side. I mean, it's very clear. The one thing I've heard about ranked choice is it's a real convoluted and complex method of finding yep. uh, who won an election. They give you percentages basically of votes and and it has to be calculated and what i heard basically the 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 sham with it is that it forces you to bring in some sort of machine to count the ballots and because it's yep. so convoluted mm -hmm. and complex so the average person couldn't do it it forces machines these machines are totally uh we know that they're not secure they can be hacked easily and they can right. be uh, they can flip an election so we saw it with sarah palin this they put it in alaska sarah palin won i believe by a landslide and they stole her election so right. that's what they do with these machines and why are we sitting back allowing this you guys are on absolutely the right side of history the law and and justice and and these people that are pushing this obviously know it's a scam and there's a lot of money behind it and you know Ultimately, I think of this scene from Braveheart. I don't know if you remember that. There was, a, if you ever saw that movie, I saw it a number of times. I loved it. It's yeah. old now, and it probably shows my age. But there's a scene where the second battle with Braveheart, and the king's up on the hill, and and in the battle, these what these re Republicans that claim to be with with, with Braveheart. Right 
turn and run, turn the other way. Rather than joining the battlefield, they mm -hmm. turn the other way. And the king sure. turns to a couple of his people with him and says, oh, well, he took, you know, 2,500 pounds and he took 1,500 and he took much less. You know, it's pennies to the king to, to yep. destroy Braveheart. And right. that's what's going on here. These people are taking pennies to destroy yep. this country because we'll never get it back with this. Once they get in power, we see it in California. They destroy the state. It stinks yep. to high heaven. China takes over and and well, you know, the, the uh, these cartels and it's a mess. And that's what you guys are standing up against. So I tell you what, let's take a real quick break. We'll be right back because I'm really fascinated with your story coming out of Wisconsin, guys. We'll be right back on the Joe Hoff Show. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. Hello, all you lovers of good weather. This is your climate and weather watchdog, meteorologist Joe Bastardi. And of course, we're in the holiday season. Everybody is happy. There's world peace all over the place. The climate issue has been solved. Maybe it hasn't been solved. Anybody remember that old Steve Martin routine? Steve Martin is an American comedian where he goes, you can be a millionaire and not have to pay taxes. That's right. Two simple ways to become a millionaire and not pay taxes. Number one, make a million dollars. Number two, whenever someone comes up to you, say, I forgot to pay my taxes. Two simple ways of doing things. I was thinking about that. That is such a simplistic approach. Now, when I look at the climate spokespeople, specifically, let's say AOC, she was a bartender. All right, now of course she's a member of the US Congress. And then we had Greta Thunberg, and I put up a meme this morning on Twitter, which by the way was wrong. She actually did get out of high school. I don't know how she got out of high school because she was leading a strike every week, but she's a high school graduate. Then we have Al Gore who flunked out of divinity school, shock, <laughs> at Vanderbilt. And then of course, John Kerry with his D in geology. Now, that's fascinating because at least in geology, all you need to do is look at what happened before. At least in the climate, you know, you are looking at what's happening before, but you're trying to measure it against what's happening now. And of course, meteorology, you can forget about it because that's actually trying to predict everything in the future. But the good news for you is that here is something you can make a ton of money with, climate change and you don't have to have any expertise at all. Now that should be a threat to you PhDs out there that are making your living on this because if you get a bartender and a high school graduate to become major spokesman, what does it say for that PhD in climatology? This is TNT climate and weather watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. Many pollution sources can affect the air you breathe from power plants and vehicles to dust and wildfires. Knowing more about local air quality can help you protect your health. If you're thinking about buying an air sensor, EPA has a series of videos to help you get the most out of it. Learn how EPA collects and uses regulatory data, how EPA communicates health messaging, and how to interpret the readings from your sensor. Visit epa.gov slash air dash sensor dash toolbox. You're with Joe Hoff on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Wow, what a mess. What a mess Wisconsin's in. We were talking during the break here. Uh, I've got two uh, amazing patriots from from the great state of Wisconsin with me, James Tesaro and, and, and Russ Otten from Bogan County. I hope I said that right again. 
But uh, you guys, I can't believe uh, the, the, what's going on in this country. Great state of Wisconsin. It's a beautiful state. I remember once years ago, I went up to northern Wisconsin, right near the Michigan border. A beautiful country. Trees, yep. uh, ponds and lakes everywhere. Huge fish. Uh, there's yep. a bait shop and a bar about every every other mile or whatever. <laughs> right. But it was just just a gorgeous <laughs> place in the summer. Big mosquitoes, but just uh, a lot of fun. Gorgeous. And uh, you got a great uh, football team, the Packers. You've got a great baseball team. You've got the the Badgers, great in sports. you got a great state. And these guys are destroying it uh, with with money, no doubt, from coming from the Soros Foundation, as you've already pointed out, but but from other people that have a lot of money. So who is funding all this and, and what is going on there? Um, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. So last winter, uh, and this goes back to the ranked choice voting debate and the Senate committee hearing. Um, and I know you and I have discussed this briefly, but Dan Canodal is the senator. Senator Canodal is the senator that uh, was involved in a primary Senate state Senate race with Janelle Branch. And I know a lot of your viewers know who she is. You've done a lot of work with her and in a lot of articles. I know that you've written following the things that she's done. That woman is a champion in this state, uh, the work that she's done to stand up against Voss. And I'll give you an idea of what Voss does, and, and Russ kind of touched on a little bit with his RAC fund, R-A-C-C, if people want to research that and see what kind of snake this guy is. He takes money from these these folks and then turns around and uses it as a bribe. He, he tells them, if you don't do what I tell you, if you don't do what I say, uh, I will make sure that you're primaried. I'll make sure that your dark secrets will get out. I'll make sure that I ruin your lives personally, politically, professionally. I'll do all these things. He told Mike Gableman, you will find nothing when you do this investigation. Um, and that's one of the reasons why Mike was like, well, the hell with that. I'm not I'm not playing that stupid game. But in in the primary season for this state Senate race last winter, about a year ago, Janelle and Dan Canodal were running against each other. And Canodal was the choice for uh, Robin Voss and Devin Lemahue. And so they went outside the state to Darth Vader's daughter, Liz Cheney, okay? And Adam Kinzinger out of Illinois, who are also Trump haters Mm -hmm. and America First and MAGA haters, and funneled tens of thousands of dollars into Dan Canodal's campaign from those two through Voss's leadership to make sure that Janelle lost and they ran tons of media ads and they just wrecked her name in the Senate race and went after her. By the way, she's been kicked out of caucus, by the way. She's not allowed to be inside caucus anymore. Voss has kicked her out. So, And she says that it's a badge of honor and she's actually happy because all he would do in there is line up a firing squad to berate her. And he did the same thing to Tim Rampton. Um, he'll do that to anybody. He'll slit your throat in a second. Um, but they funneled all these tens of thousands of dollars into Dan Canodal's campaign. And we know there's no such thing as coincidences in politics. And so now Voss told Janelle, uh, ranked choice voting, and he also said this to the media, ranked choice voting will never, it'll never be touched in the assembly. We're not touching it with a 30 foot pole. Lo and behold, now a month after that comes out that he said that Dan Canodal the senator that he chose to win that race and funneled all this money into is now the chairman for this joint committee between Republican and Democrat senators to hear a bill centered around ranked choice voting, what they're calling here final five. And all that is is wordsmithing to make it sound a little bit better. Because if you look at San Francisco, Minneapolis, New York City, 
Alaska, the second district in Maine and a couple other places around the country. Look how well ranked choice voting is going. Okay, so we're pushing this and the foundation that's pushing it. (laughs) And Dan Canodal is the chair of this committee and he's taken money from the foundation. And so he owes Robin Voss. Of course, he's going to host the hearing. Of course, he is. And Voss is directing everything. And I, I'm I'm all about inclusion, like diversity, equity, and inclusion, like how they're pushing that crap on everybody too. So inclusion here is I don't want to not include Devin Lemahue in the Democracy Found contribution pool. He took fourteen thousand nine hundred dollars from Democracy Found. He's the Senate Majority Leader. That's my senator. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it that way. Actually, he doesn't represent a damn thing that I stand for, and uh, I, I won't be voting for him. And I don't care how that comes out. Uh, but he took almost fifteen grand. They're funneling money in from Liz Cheney to beat an America first, Wisconsin loving patriot like Janelle Branchen, and then hosting a hearing to hear exactly what Voss told her he would never touch in the assembly. It, it's it's disgusting the kind of games that they play here. And, and it just, it's a giant circle. That's all it is. And the only people getting jerked around are the people. And they get sold this bill of goods of, oh, it's bipartisan. Oh, we're doing this for unity's sake and everybody's going to get along and the governor will sign it. I don't want Tony Evers signing anything. He doesn't represent anything fundamentally that I stand for. And you're going to force me with ranked choice voting to rank five candidates, which, by the way, the majority of voters, maybe not now. But, you know, if you lined up a list of Ron Johnson, Tammy Baldwin, Mandela Barnes and two other no names, but you're not allowed because it's a nonpartisan primary. You're not allowed to put an R or a D or an I after their name. Nobody knows who's who, but you have to rank all five. But if I go in there and I actually know who these people are, well, the only person I want to vote for anyway is Ron Johnson. And so that being as it may, you're forcing me to rank the other four who I fundamentally don't even come close to aligning with because they're lunatics and, and mm-hmm. leftists and God knows what else. And if I only vote for one, it's called an undervote and it becomes an exhausted ballot and it gets thrown in the trash. If I rank more than five, it becomes an overvote and it becomes an exhausted ballot and they throw that in the trash and nobody gets a vote. Your vote gets thrown in the garbage. Talk about a a misrepresentation or just a, a damning of your First Amendment and voting rights. There's no sanctity there. There's no sovereignty of a vote there. So you're talking about, you know, fraud in an election, but then you're trying to push something like that where you're literally just throwing ballots in the in in the incinerator regardless yeah and and you know one of the senators got up and they testified like instead of going to a door joe i'm going to knock on your door and as as a senate candidate i'm going to say you know even if you don't want to vote for me as your number one i'd really like to be your number two (laughs) literally said that that's right up there actually actually that's that's worse than saying i want to count absentee ballots in the daylight I would never want to be anybody's number two in any semblance of that phrase whatsoever. <laughs> Not a chance. This is what's going on crazy. in Wisconsin. It is crazy. It's crazy. So it what, is, what's going to happen here, guys? What, what, so what's going to happen? Well, I think Monday, I think Monday may pass. The Monday bill may pass. Yeah. Because I think they're going to pass one of the two. Right. Um, I don't know about ranked choice voting. I know it kind of took a hit this past week since the hearing. Uh, and we've heard that there's been a little bit of backtracking on it. Um, even one of the guys who's really pushing it, John Pudner, uh, said that, well, you know, this is kind of a three-year push. It's going to take 
I don't trust that statement, but it's not going, I don't think it's going to affect the 2024 presidential election. I don't think it can, but Monday could, the Monday bill could, which as James explained, all that does is give them one more day to cheat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of where it's going to land, but I, I, I'm not really a, the guy who's uh, going to make that prediction, but it looks like it could be. Well, yeah, it's just a, it's a total, just a sham show, to be honest, Joe. Like you've got like what you pointed out. Would you rather be stabbed in the chest or the back? I mean, I, I guess I prefer being stabbed in the chest. At least you could see it coming. You know what you're going to get with the Democrats. They're criminals. They're Looney Tunes on the left. But for the Republicans, yeah. they're cowards. They're just cowards. Mm. They're easily bought, like the scene that you described in Braveheart. Like that guy took 13 cents and he sold his soul and his country out. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you sleep at night? Yeah. Well, and here's the well, other thing, Joe. We, we've got yeah, we've go got ahead. something going on in Sheboygan County. I know that's just one little tiny county in Wisconsin, but I think it it really does show a lot. We have uh, people who so-called so represent us in Madison that are part of the, the, the Robin Voss team, and they come back to our county. Uh, we have county board meetings for the, the Republican Party, and I chair them, and, and, and James Rice chairs them, and we invite our legislators to come and speak. But it used to be called a legislative update, and then they would, you know, they'd give us their spiel, and then they'd leave, and there'd be no, you know, this was before I became chair. And now we call it a legislative dialogue. So we give our members a chance to ask questions. Well, the last two months, do you know how many people from our representatives have showed up? Zero. Right. And one guy, our, our state senator, Devin Lemahue, has not been to oh, one here. has not been to one board meeting uh, to to talk to our members mm-hmm. since I became chair. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the way they treat yeah. it. Yep. Well, so, that's it. And then they're gonna, yeah. They're, they're, they're going to then change the whole voting process, lock right. it in, and and you and your children and your grandchildren are you know are screwed. They'll never have they'll never know freedom, uh, because the the laws they'll put in place will be as Looney Tunes as California's. Uh, the criminals they'll put in place over DAs and everything, and this country will swiftly go to hell, like they're doing already in a number of states. You guys got to keep fighting because we depend on you to save that state. I'm telling you what, guys. It's uh, it's we're 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 at the stages here of we've got to save this. We have to. Unfortunately, nobody else is there. Yep. You know. Yep. Well done. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. God bless you in 2024. We need you guys, and I so appreciate you joining us today. Good care of yourself. Thanks, Joe, for the opportunity, and Thanks. Merry Christmas to you too. Thanks so much, Joe. Merry Christmas. And God we're bless. not giving up. We'll be <laughs> great. Great. Thank you. We'll be back tomorrow on the Joe Hoff Show. Thank you, gentlemen.